This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, March 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. How are you, G-Man? Great. How are you, Andy? I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing well. It's Tuesday night. I've got my picks lined up for the weekend. We're in a, we're in a good spot. We came off a reasonable week last week. Um, could have been better. Well, I mean, I, I could have, I personally could have been better. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was decent. And Dave, Dave was pretty good. So we can't, exactly. we can't him. Also on the show this week, last week's guest, Dave Greenfield. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad. Thanks, guys. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Very well. Very well, indeed. So without further ado, shall we dive into what happened last week? I think we have to. And I think the story of the week is, it's going to start well. And then progressively tail off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Pull up, at, pull up at the maybe the eighth fence. Is what we're thinking. <laughs> After a blistering start, yeah, Mad Moose, uh, eighth fence. <laughs> I uh, I started with my banker bet, which was the last bet of uh, our twelve picks across the weekend to take place on Monday at six pm in the Danish Superliga. Bromby against Sonder Yiska and a home win was 1-2 to two for Bromby. They've been brilliant of late. They won this game 1-0, but it's the most comfortable 1-0 you'll ever see in your life. Um, they were a goal up. Sonder Yiska went down to 10 men in the first half and it, just nothing. They just saw it out. Um, so Bromby win again. Still top of that five-game form table with five out of five, as they were last week and the week before and the week before. Just keep winning. Um, so nice. So I wanted to bank it in. Uh I was Augsburg Dortmund, unsurprisingly, it opened my banker again this week. Uh, Dortmund scored in the first half, one to three. What more do you want from Dortmund? I, I mean, this is great. This has been like any time I, I can't deviate from this now. They just keep doing it. Um, Dave, banker then, what were you? Uh, so I was in America for uh, DC against Charlotte, and this is the most uncomfortable 3 0 win you'll ever see. <laughs> Did you see the highlights? I did not. I just woke up to a 3-0 win and I was like, oh, Dave knows his stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, Charlotte were pretty good. So uh, Charlotte had had a goal disallowed when it was 0-0. That was a very tight offside goal. And then D- DC got a penalty that was never a penalty that went to VAR. So I got given. Their second goal was a shot from outside the box that took a massive deflection. And then the third goal was a shot that the keeper saved, parried it out, and it just hit the DC bar and went in. It was like you've ne- you've never seen so many so much luck for a three 0 win, but that's all we wanted in it a win. So yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's, yeah, if there's a lucky if there's a lucky game and it goes in your favour, absolutely take it. Um, three six five will have paid that out when it went two 0 up anyway. So yeah. it's all all smiles and the banker <laughs> treble in. Um, I always back our three selections as a as a treble. So that was a, a nice return and a great start. Um, on to the value picks. So the odds are, are higher than the banker, obviously quite substantially more around even money. 
Uh, my game was exactly even money. Fancy doesn't Pauli win away at Ingolstadt. And despite going a goal down, they obliged and ran out 3-1 winners. Um, pretty dominant across, across the course of the game. Um, okay, they went a goal down, but they remedied that in quick time and got an even money value pick in. So two of two for me. Happy. Uh, Dave, do you want to go first on this bit and then I can, yeah, uh, yeah, I can yeah, articulate mine? Yeah, yeah so I was in uh, England uh, for Brentford against Newcastle and I lost Newcastle at two to one. And I uh, ran out two new winners, massively helped by a red card for uh, Brentford in the 11th minute for Justice Silver. And it wasn't a great challenge if you've seen it right over the top of Matt Target's ankle. But Newcastle were very comfortable after that. So, I mean, again, if you're on 365, that paid out after about, I think it was about half an hour on Newcastle with 2 0 up in, weren't they? So, let's also point out this this went off at odds of like two to one. That's huge. Yeah. What a great pick. Yes. Absolutely there's no tremendous. way I would have picked Newcastle in that spot like looking at that <laughs> and, and and you know I, I bow to your I, we could have halved your pick that would have been great I'd have got an even money one at that point if they went off at two and so we had an even money winner from myself followed by that two one shot and I'd put 20 quid on the value treble and was waiting on like 326 pounds if Gordon's shout came in which was uh, Mets versus Nantes uh, a game where nothing happened it was uh, I didn't get many alerts on my phone when I was out with the dog. No. It, I got zero what, alerts. It, they, I mean, Mets didn't have a single shot on goal. Uh, Nolt had three. Uh, they'd shot, Mets had shots off goal. Um, you know, Nolt's is slightly more of the ball. I, 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 you know, I'm so disappointed for this one for you, obviously. But at the same time, like, how do you go from fucking beating PSG 3-1 to drawing with Mets? Like, like, oh, it's just so frustrating with that one, especially because it was one that was the last pick, and it wasn't. It wasn't as if it had been been killed. It actually had been something riding on it. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm starting to tail off now and, and wait for my next two. It'll be even better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, two out of three values is not is not bad, especially with a, an even money and then a two to one winner in there, courtesy of Dave. So, excellent work. Um, on to the outsider picks. I. So this this game was really weird. Not the game itself, but just the run-up to it. So Kashima versus Kawasaki, I took a home and a, a home win for Kashima at odds of eleven to five. Um, however, in the run-up to the game, Kashima actually ended up going off five to four, and you could get Kawasaki at eleven to five. So they, they completely swapped. And I put in our little group chat before, the night before this game. I was like, if these were the odds. At the time, I would have taken Kawasaki at eleven to five as my as my outsider, um, and and so my initial pick of Kashima at odds of eleven to five did not win. They get beat two 0 um, Kawasaki went one 0 up after two minutes, two 0 up after seventeen minutes, and then just saw the game out. So um, I still like the pick at eleven to five. I'd, I'd back I'd back Kashima again at eleven to five, but I would have backed Kawasaki had they been eleven to five yeah. at the time at the time of publication. It's just one of those games. Either team could win it. You back the one that's better than two to one because the odds are too big on on that side. Um, so no outsider for me this week. Uh, speaking of no outsider, I feel I was quite harshly done in this game. I had St Mirren versus Hearts, and St Mirren had run a tear recently, and obviously brought in the new manager. They got a man sent off after twenty minutes. That was a dead. Uh, there, was, mm. there was no way they were getting a win out of that. It's not the French second division. You don't get a man sent off, then win six 0 
Um, it's it, yeah, Hearts Hearts scored two goals in the second half, sixty fourth and sixty seventh minute. Just killed the game. There was there was no chance I was getting anything out of that. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still I, I looked at St Mirren this weekend. I still I still think they're going to do quite well. Uh, but you know, you'll do a lot better if you keep ten men on the if you keep sorry eleven men on the pitch, not ten. Uh, so Dave, you're outsider. Uh, yeah, so for a non-outsider treble, uh, I had a uh, fancy Burnley away at Crystal Palace, uh, three to one, but uh, the game ended finishing one-one. Uh, Palace taking the lead after nine minutes, and then it was a uh, own goal got Burnley level on a uh, forty-six minutes, and then Vegas had a goal disallowed, but he, look, um, Rodriguez was offside into the build in the build-up, quite clearly offside. Zar at the post for Palace. That's about it, really. Pretty solid 1-1. One, one. So no outsiders in this week. Fair enough. You know, they're outsiders for a reason. And we had been on a very good run of uh, two out of three outsiders for the past few weeks. So on to the charity bet. This is uh, where we each put one selection forward for a treble. Um, £10 of our own money then goes on that treble and all the, all the returns, well, if there are any, then go to a charity. Um my charity pick Saturday, 6 a.m. in the Japanese J-League, the Urawa Red Diamonds are up to their usual from previous seasons of just being completely unpredictable and, and very, very frustrating. It must be so annoying if you're a fan of them, if they're if they're your local club. Um, they beat Kawasaki on, on opening day um, in, the, in the Japanese Super Cup, and they've just gone and lost to Gamba Osaka at home. They've lost 1-0, which is an absolutely terrible result. Kazurawa will have um, ambitions of being title contenders and Gamba Zaka will be happy staying in the league this year. Um, okay, uh, I, you know, I've watched the highlights of the game. Uh, Urawa get a red card in the 81st minute, challenging the halfway line. Um, second booking, you get man gets sent off. A minute later, Gamba grabbed that goal and it's a massive deflection and it ends 1-0. So they've got unlucky, uh, but that was the charity let down very early on Saturday morning. So as Andy said, he killed the charity uh, early Saturday morning, which gave me ample time to not only re-back because I'd packed a draw and I thought, we're still going to get a decent whack out of this. So I re-backed the charity of mine and Dave's left. Fucking pointless doing that. I uh, <laughs> Queen's Park versus Montrose. I really fancied this game to be a draw. It wasn't. It was a 1-0 Montrose win. It was a close game. Uh, it, Queen's Park had plenty of the ball and, and worked. We're all right, you know they, they were they were fairly decent. I had to go and speak to a Queens Park fan about this, um, so yeah, Montrose won one 0 breaking up that streak of draws and wins uh, that that I'd been enjoying so much. Um, but yeah, so my charity didn't come in. And Dave, the charity non treble. What did you? What was your final pick? Yeah, the charity wasn't killed before. It was definitely killed after this. <laughs> so uh, it was a uh, Barsley against Kidderminster, the National League North, and I like Kidderminster. Barsley were bottom of the table, awful. Kiddersminster were third. Barsley ran out 2-1 winners. Uh, Taking the lead after 23 minutes. Kiddersminster got back on level terms with a pen. Barsley scored a pen of their own to make it 2-1 and just saw the game out. There was actually two light red cards as well, one for Barsley, one for Kiddo. But I um, I went on the Kiddo uh, Twitter feed just to... uh, have a look because it's one of the only ways you can find out about the game. Give them abuse. Uh, But but their manager and a couple of their players were like basically apologising saying they didn't play well. But, you know, I'd I'd back them again in that league. They're uh, 
going to win more times than lose. Yeah, I mean, what can you do about it, really? It, it, I, I, I mean, a charity that loses by one is as good as a charity that loses <laughs> charity by all of them. Isn't it? Absolutely, unless, unless you've rebacked it, which is something you never do. Well, it was only because I t- it was only because we thought like, I had a draw in there, and I was like, it was going to be forty yeah. quid anyway. Like, if we got it I back, guess. yeah, yeah. So, no, no returns for charity this week, um, but a good week overall, Dave. Uh, banker and value in is always a good week. You get those two, you know, is, the rest is gravy. Um, so, so well done again, especially in a huge value pick. But let's be honest, I would have had in the outsider call. Um, so and I wouldn't, huge, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had price. it. <laughs> <laughs> huge price there. Um, just to remind everyone, we do have a Patreon channel. Uh, www.tramplebet.com no that's that's our website www.patreon.com forward slash tramplebet which you can also get to from the tramplebet website or the patreon app on your phone if you download that and search tramplebet podcast you can find us six pound a month to be a member of the tramplebet club uh, and you get a whole host of extra things you get this podcast as soon as it's released as a video file and um, where you, you get to see us all on our zoom call uh, shooting the breeze you get all the picks written down every week in a nice handy JPEG format so you don't need to take notes or even necessarily listen to the podcast. You can just look at the cheat sheet and see which ones you like best. Um, you also get the middle section of the show. So we're about to cut to an ad break on the on normal podcast channels. But on Patreon, you will get the middle section where we bring on our new guest for next week. We keep Dave around. We want to hear what he thinks about um, the weekend's upcoming picks and we chat about all the picks that didn't make the show, anything extra that we like in other sports and various things like that. So that's, there is a lot of extra content. It's also Cheltenham Festival coming up, um, and we will have a show every day um, across the Cheltenham Festival on the uh, on the Patreon channel. So please do come and join us there. Dave, in terms of the podcast, thank you very much. Another very good week, um, and we will see you again soon, no doubt. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, guys. No ah, you're we, very welcome. We'll see, we'll see you soon. I don't, I don't know where. I mean, <laughs> you are. You're for all the things that you know about League Two. You know, <laughs> uh, you're on retainer at this point. <laughs> so, cheers again, Dave. We will introduce our new guest and get to this week's picks after this short break. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now on to this week's picks. But before we do that, Dave Greenfield has departed the show and we have this week's very special guest and a new guest on the Trample Bet podcast, Mr. Jerome Else. Jerome, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, good, our, you're very well. Crystal Palace fan. I mean, that's, that's, that's a big step, I would say, in our podcasting thing. We're moving down 
through like we we had a we had a Aston Villa fan. We've had things. So we're just moving down towards the London area now. So I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about you. And I'm excited for your picks. I'm glad you said you we're moving down geographically. Standards. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I, I thought I was like, are you, are you dissing Crystal Palace before the show even started? Absolutely not. Crystal Palace have given Liverpool some of our worst hidings at the worst possible times. So I can't say anything about Crystal Palace. So I'm really excited Jerome's Jerome's joined us. Um, we've been talking back and forth uh, in the Facebook group and in Facebook Messenger uh, for a while now, and he's always produced some really excellent picks in there. Uh, we've had, I think, maybe two or three um, joint accumulators over the past few months, Jerome, that uh, have been yep. let down solely by me. Um, so, so this this man this man knows his stuff and does the business. I'm I'm owed I'm owed one I'm owed one <laughs> and he's and he's owed one by me for sure um, so delighted to have you on Jerome uh, thanks very much for joining us do you want to give a wee bit of background just introduce yourself obviously Gordon's mentioned you're a big Palace fan yeah so I go when I can just had a daughter and I used to play a lot of poker that's that's my betting background I used to play poker a hell of a lot and then obviously when you have a child and COVID hit at the same time I couldn't play poker anymore. So sports betting, I feel like I know a lot about football, so I tried to come in and ended up here. Yeah, that's that's as good Wonderful. as an intro as you can get there. Um, I, I I used to play a hell of a lot of of poker as well, Jerome. Um, I take it is no limit hold'em. Was it was it tournament or yeah. cash play that was was your? I preferred tournaments. I preferred right. tournaments. So I, I prefer. I, I was always a cash game player. So. Uh, between us, we probably could have pulled our resources. You do the tournament, I'll do the cash game. Yeah, we'll meet in the bar yeah. after it. But my missus just never wanted me to play play cash because it's unlimited pull up. So yeah, yeah. I know it, the variance is uh, is massive. It's definitely a single man's game. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> a younger single man's game than I am now. Maybe you know, in, ten years ago, you'd in, find me at the, the cash tables till in our early twenties. We, we could do it. <laughs> exactly you could do it then leave at 10 a.m in the morning walk past people going to work but... I'm, I'm, I'm about to hit my 40s but i always feel am i i still feel like a kid yeah oh tell I me mean, about it to be fair right i you know i i mean i go away and play golf sometimes right and uh we we, we, we shared a room this one time right and it's a there's a big portuguese resort and he was like i'm gonna go play some poker i was like that's fine mate like that's fine we'll get tea time tomorrow at like 7 a.m no worries he came back in, right, a fucking blazing at 4 a.m. He was like, I've just won a grand, right? And he came into the room and he was like, and here's how I did it. And he was like, first hand, ace jack, some idiot across the... And he just went through like 15 hands of poker. I was like, Andy, it's fucking 4.30 in the morning. Like, so he has... Uh, he, don't, he'll tell you he's passed it. That was about five years ago now. So he, 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 he does have it. <laughs> He loved poker. Can I ask him? Because this happened to me. Did you used to dream about poker? Oh yeah, I used to. I used to play hours and hours and hours of it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That I just thought that I was so, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like in my head it's like it's King of Hearts and I'm like oh yes. Woke <laughs> <laughs> up holding it. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, brilliant! So very very similar uh, similar history. Great to have you on the show, Jerome. Um, and great to share the picks that I've been privy to and, and the good picks that you've you, you've been bringing me over the past few weeks to a much wider audience. So um, let's fire on with, with this week's picks. We're all, we're all set up. We're all ready to go. 
Um, no, no pressure in the guest spot at all. But you know, Connor, Chris, Joey, Dave, <laughs> you know, they'll 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 all be they'll all be on you if you go zero four. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do a donut. You can't do it. I mean, I've done a few, but I've done about three hundred. Oh, so have I. We've we've been we've been doing this podcast for what over four years now. So I, I could be I could I could be one down, but I went for a punt. I didn't want to play it safe. So that's, nah, that's good. That's yeah, it. I like that. That's that's, that's that good. One. I like it. I like the bravado, Jerome. Love it. So <laughs> let's move on to this week's picks, um, and we'll start as always with the banker picks. So this is something that we think is pretty much the best bet of the weekend in terms of it will come in. Um, I am in the Japanese J League on Sunday at six a.m. For Gambo Osaka versus Kawasaki Frontale. And after defeat in the Japan Super Cup against Urua to start the season, Kawasaki have looked back to their best. They've taken six points from three games. They sit in second place in the league. And they will see games against the likes of Gambo Osaka as must wins to push for another J League title. Um, Gambo Osaka have lost at home to Kashima Antlers 3 1. And that's the team that Kawasaki just won 2 0 away against last week. So if you're, you know, if you compare the the form and the size that they're playing, Kawasaki have a big advantage in this game. Um, Osaka also lost at home in the first round of the League Cup against City rivals Soretsu Osaka 3-2. And they picked up that late winner against 10-man Urua last week with a big deflected goal. So they're really not up to much. And I think that Kawasaki will be title contenders this year and Gamba Osaka will really struggle across the J-League season. So you're getting better than 1-2 on a Kawasaki win. And I think it's pretty good banker material at ones of three to five. Yeah, I like the like the frontail shout in there. Um, my banker is going to surprise nobody because it's what I've backed for the last like eight weeks. Uh, it's it's Borussia Dortmund uh, versus Mainz at the weekend, and it's a goal in the first half. Uh, bigger odds this week, four to eleven. You're getting with uh, William Hill for this to happen. Um, so so pretty decent odds there. They're played against Mainz. Mainz, seven out of their 10 home games, uh, seven out of 10 last home and away games they've played have had a goal in the first half. Dortmund are on a stupid run of just scoring in the first half. I, I'm just as confident about this as I was last week. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not that confident that Dortmund could win the game, to be honest. I mean, Mainz have had a decent home record of recent, including rinsing my value pick a couple of weeks ago with uh, Leverkusen. Um, but yeah, they've won four out of the last five at home and, and, yeah, that's beating Bochum, Hertha, Hoffenheim and Leverkusen. So there's there's some good teams in there. Uh, Dortmund, obviously, drawing with Augsburg at the weekend and uh, and Rangers in the midweek. Uh, you know, unless Haaland's going to be back for these games, they don't quite have that cutthroat up top. Um, but yeah, so that's what I fancy in the banker slot for me. So it is uh, Mainz. I, I, I agree. I'm just full. Like, they always go ahead. Yeah. They can't kill off the games right yeah. now without Haaland. They they want what they want is that uh, bet three six five two now up payout. That's what you want for for Dortmund. But in terms of points, <laughs> yeah. you get three points if you go two 0 up at yeah. any point. So yeah. So without further ado, Jerome, what do you fancy in the banker slot? Okay, so this week Saturday we're gonna take. Sorry, just looking Wigan. They're gonna be at home to AFC Wimbledon. So Wigan, they're great at home. Last game out, they had a 3-0 loss to Sunderland, but that's like a combination of new manager, Alex Neal, maybe getting his ideas across. And they, they're a good team, Sunderland, at League One. But Wigan, they... Sorry, Wigan... Yeah, they just don't lose at home, basically. They don't lose at home. And Burton, they just do not travel well. So I just at 5-11, to 11, I just feel that that's an absolute banker. 
Yeah, I mean Wimbledon. Uh, Wimbledon have lost their last, uh, you know, out of their last five games. Uh, they've, they've they've lost uh, away from like they haven't. Sorry, won did I say Burton? Sorry, no, you said, sorry, you said, sorry. You said Burton in the end, but it was Wimbledon you said to start with. But yes, okay, it was. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, it was uh, Wimbledon. I haven't won an away game in the last five. Uh, and sorry, six, seven, eight games they haven't won away from home. And uh, yeah, that freak win for Sunderland at the weekend against uh, against Wigan in there. Um, it, it was it was a weird one as well because I. I We've talked about this in the podcast before. I'm a big fan of Ross Stewart because he went to the same school I did. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, he, he scored two and he scored one late in there to make it. So they were they were chasing the game a lot more and, and Wigan had plenty of the ball and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I think, I think Wigan's a good shout in there. Five to 11 as well. It's quite a, quite a big priced banker. So um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I hope to see it sailing. Quite, quite, a, quite a tasty banker. Uh, if you combine the three picks together, so Kawasaki, Frontale, Wigan and over 0.5 goals in the first half of Mainz versus Borussia Dortmund. You're looking at odds of better than 2-1, to one, which is pretty, pretty good for the banker treble, in all honesty. Um, and we got it in last week, so hopeful of getting it in again for, a, um, for a, another week in a row. On to the value picks. So this is where we increase the odds a wee bit. Something we think there's value backing. Tend to be around the even money mark. I'm better than even money this week. Um, very close to home Saturday 3pm good traditional UK kickoff time that Saturday 3pm love it uh, in the Scottish Premiership for Motherwell versus Dundee and a home win for Motherwell is 11 to 10 better than even money anyone against Dundee right now at home better than even money is wonderful in the Scottish Does Premiership that not hurt? Oh, oh well, it's, it's the other side, mate. It's the other side of Dundee. That's the fucking. That's it. Hurts for them. No, it hurts for it hurts. It hurts for them. It's all right <laughs> for me as a Dundee United fan. It's all right for me. Um, in fact, winning the oh no, I'm not winning a Victoria Berlin top. <laughs> I thought I was wearing a Dundee United top under this. It's not. It's Victoria Berlin. Some good regional German regional league of football. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder at Dundee United, so. uh I like the Derby. I don't necessarily want Dundee to go down, but they are in real danger of doing so. Uh, they recently sacked their manager. They've replaced him with Mark McGee, and Mark McGee is already under immense pressure. They get beat 4-0 at home to Livingston last weekend. and There were videos doing the rounds on social media of fans throwing their season tickets at them. Like, properly, like, I, we don't want this back. Like, just... They're in, they're in dire straits. They're bottom of the Scottish Premiership. 21 points from 27 matches. Serious danger of being relegated. Motherwell, six places above them. They're in sixth place. Uh, 35 points from 28 games. They're also fourth in the league's home game table. So if you only take into account home games, Motherwell are fourth in the entire league. Obviously, you get Rangers and Celtic in there and then probably Hearts. So Motherwell are very, very good at home. 24 of their 35 points have actually come when they're they're playing at home. Dundee are dead last of the league's away game table. They've only got eight points on the road this season. So I love the home and away platoon split here. Um, Motherwell have also won the last four meetings of the club when the game's been played at Fur Park. Everything screams to me Motherwell win. Odds of 11 to 10 are huge. I really, really like this. Like, I really like that, it. That's such good odds. No, yeah, I, it is, isn't it? I looked at I looked at this as well, like it because you guys sent your picks through first, and I don't like to look at anyone else's picks before I do it. 
and this was <laughs> this was it in mind. Was, was like, it? Oh, Did you? Oh yeah, yeah okay. um, So yeah, I had to do a slight reshuffle after that, but. But sometimes when I don't like going to Scotland, I feel like it's the same as France. Sometimes, you know, when you get teams that the quality is good, obviously, I love Scottish football, the quality is good, but the squads aren't that good. So consistency one week to the next, I worry about sometimes. Yeah, no, I guess totally. And that is an absolutely fair comment. And it's why there's hardly any point separating fourth and ninth in the Scottish Premiership right now. There's like five points separate. I am desperate for Dundee United to get a top six finish this year, not because yeah. it means we could push for a European place, but because it means when the league splits, we can't relegated. Because all it yeah. would take is a, a bad run of games yeah. post-split, and suddenly you're you're messing about with the teams near the bottom. But in saying all that, Dundee are quite far behind 10th place. Like They're marooned a wee bit at the bottom. They've got several games to make up. Well, I think everyone else can beat each other um, sort of fourth through tenth, the teams down at eleventh and twelfth place, like Dundee just now, are in real bad form, and there's just a bad atmosphere around Dens Park at the moment. Um, and I don't think going away to Motherwell is the place they're going to break that and get get a win. So I also like it because it's over even money. See if Motherwell was seven to ten here, I probably wouldn't back it. Yeah, they got a good result against Rangers at the weekend as well. That's another thing to mention. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone ups their game against Rangers in Celtic. Yeah, I, I, you can never read too much into that. I've seen Dundee United go and be, you know, get a draw against Celtic, and then next week out we just get horsed by some mid-table team. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'll take I'll take us down to the Championship for mine. So a league down. Maybe if you, the split doesn't go your way, you might be playing against one of these teams. Um, so this is uh, the Queen of the South versus Morton, uh, and I really like Morton here at what I think is a ridiculous price of thirteen to eight. Morton are the form team in this. Uh, in this league at the moment, taking 10 points from the last uh, five games. Um, Queen of the South are the worst home team in the league. They've taken 10 points from their 13 games, scoring seven, conceding 15. Morton are a pretty good away side. Uh, They've taken 18 points from their 14 games. The reverse fixture, Morton beat them when they were playing them at at Morton. I just think that, I mean, they've both drew nil nil with our growth, who are are leading the league at the moment. Um, there's not much between uh, our Broth and Kilmarnock at the top, but both teams drew nil now with them. Outside of that, Queen of the South's home record's been pish for the last few weeks. They lost to them Fairmont, they lost to Hamilton, and they lost to Kilmarnock in there. They haven't scored a goal for three like in their home games for four matches. But they they, they were nil nil, nil two, nil two, nil three. Morton's away form's been really good. They went and beat Partick Thistle at the weekend, who were playing in the worst pitch I think I've ever seen in professional football. Like it was, it was so chopped up. One of the boys that we know who play baseball with is a big Morton fan, and he posted a picture. The guys out with the pitchforks at halftime, and he was like, "These guys don't need fucking pitchforks; they need a miracle, like, to get this game moving again." Um, uh, yeah, so Morton away from home, they lost to Hamilton, obviously when I backed them before, uh, but they beat Inverness, they drew my mother one, they beat Air away from home. I think it, looking at them at thirteen to eight, seven to four, seventeen to ten. It's a big price, um, and and I think they're in the value slot. They, they don't quite fit the outsider profile because um, I, I I don't think that's quite the price I'd be going for there in the outsider slot. But I think Morton are a, a decent shout here, um, and they've they've been good of recent. I would like to see them continue doing that. So Jerome, what you got in value town? So I'm 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 in the English Championship, and we're going Stoke to beat Blackpool at home. 
and it's a price of evens. Oh, I had to check beforehand that we were accepting this one, but it was fine. So Stoke at home in their last five, they've 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 lost two, but Blackpool in their last five, they've not won away from home. And it's at Stoke. And I feel like if Stoke have any chances of getting the playoffs, they have to try and start winning some games early. So they're going to just pile the pressure on Blackpool. And I just don't feel like they travel well at all. At all. Well, I like the picture, Roman. I like the fact that you've picked it because historically, whenever I have been on my own accord betting on Stoke, it never works out well. If I no. bet them to win, they don't. If I bet them to lose, they go ahead and win. Like whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter which side I take. If the game involves Stoke, I have a historical record of doing very badly. But considering it's your pick, I'm very happy with it because it makes complete sense. And another thing with Stoke, the style of play they're going to be playing against about Blackpool, they're a team that open up against teams and Stoke just normally defend those and counter them for fun and just score goals against them. Yeah, I mean, this is a a bold pick, right? And this is a bold pick for me because they're currently playing your team in the FA Cup. And it's nil-nil at half-time. Yeah. Because they defend. (laughs) Yeah, so because they defend, and I'm like, well, if they can can hold out for, you know, half... for half a game against Palace, I mean, they should be should be easy easy money against Blackpool at the weekend. So yep. I like it in there, and even money's fine. And I've had value picks that were like seven to eleven, and I mean, I was nearly kicked off the show for it, but it's it's fine. It's not it's not a problem. Perfect. Okay, Andy, take us to Outsidersville. What have you got this week? On Outsider Town. Okay, well, I've got a team that I've backed as my banker last week in a value pick a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sticking with them because they just keep winning. Um, Sunday at 5pm in the Danish Superliga for Silkeborg versus Bronby. And the away win for Bronby is absolutely massive, the odds of 12 to 5. Um, so they've continued their excellent run of form. They're now in a, a serious position to mount a title challenge, which didn't look likely five or six games ago, but they've won them all. So they're only three points now behind leaders FC Copenhagen and they're joint in second place with Mitchelland. They've taken 28 points from their last 10 league games. So that's nine wins and one draw. They're just, the, they're just the best team in the country right now by quite a considerable margin. Silkeborg, they are also one of the league's informed clubs, though, and they're fourth in the league, so they've got themselves up to fourth. So this is this is third versus fourth. However, there are two teams where I think the edge actually goes in Bronby's favour, and Bronby are also priced 12 to 5. And it's those huge odds on a team that consistently win that mean I really want to back them this weekend, and which is why they make the outsider slot. Um, Silkeborg are, are, are good. Their home form is good but it's not amazing. They've taken 16 points from nine home games, so it's not like they're unbeatable at home. So in a game of two high-flying teams, it wouldn't surprise me if either side won or if this is a draw. So I'll take the team with a much bigger odds that's crushing the league at the moment. Um, when this, when I looked at the odds of this today, 12-5 to 5 price for Bronby on 3-6-5, 7-4 on Hills. I don't like the 7-4 price. The 12-5, 5-2, to, five, five to two, if you can get it, is really appealing. Like Gordo says every week, you know your Danish stuff and yes, Japanese stuff. Just, if he's in Denmark, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, as as I say, th- this is a game that's a coin flip, so it wouldn't surprise me if they don't win. 
But the fact is 12 to 5. They don't need to win this game very often for that to be a profitable bet. Like I, I, the pronunciation, what was the one that won like 4-1 on Monday? Uh, yesterday, who was that team? Like This Bromby? Oh, was this, this... No, 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 not against Bromby. But they Saar, were, Saarbrücken. Was I like, that's yeah, so that, that, that's in the German Dritte League. I really like oh, okay. Saarbrücken oh, okay. yesterday. Um, yeah, I put that in the chat. They were even money. I was like, I really like the look at Starbrooking. They won 5 1. It was great. <laughs> and, for, and for some reason, I combined that with West Brom, both teams to score. So, oh, <laughs> oh damn you, West Brom. <laughs> That's it. So, we're all, all in against West Brom all, all the times we can from now on. But I will. Um, I will move us somewhere, somewhere else this weekend. Uh, I'll take us to Bologna. So this is uh, a Sunday game for this time. This is Bologna versus Torino. And I like this game to be a draw. Um, this game, <laughs> when Bologna play Torino at home, they draw. The last four games they've played at home against Torino, they've drawn. Um, Bologna have been having a, a kind of rough patch at the moment. They drew with bottom team Salatinana or Salernitana. Um, Salernitana, they beat Spezia. They lost to Bologna. They drew with Empoli. They lost to Verona. Torino have a very similar form over, coming over the last five games for them. They lost to Cagliari. They drew with Juventus. They lost to Venezia. They beat. Uh, they get beat by Udinese, who are uh, this weekend going to absolutely rout uh, Sampdoria. And um, yes, <laughs> and uh, they drew with Sassuolo, uh, one each. So both teams have drawn two out of their last five. I think both teams would be happy with a draw here. They're thirty six. They've got thirty three and thirty two points in the league. They're nowhere near the relegation zone, but neither team has any chance of getting into the promotion places. They are as bang middle-of-the-road teams as you truly get. Uh, and I think this game's going to be a draw. They're pretty similar. <sighs> Bologna, I like Bologna because they've got Aaron Hickey and then we want him to do well over there. He's playing really well for uh, Bologna. But uh, they just seem like, Marko Arnautovic just seems like an absolute arse, man to play with anytime you see him up top he is booked almost every game and it's never for it's never for cynicism it's always petulance like just kicking the ball away or like pushing a defender like in the box during a corner so I think this game's going to be a draw you'll get that at what I consider to be the rather large price of 12 to 5 or 9 to 4 at uh, Bet365 can I, can I just one more story about my origins here okay? yeah yeah go for so- it so when I first got into betting, I just I used to listen to a lot of serial killer podcasts, right? So I loved podcasts. I'd never known about them, but I started listening to them. And then I started betting, and you were the first betting podcast I found, and I found you so funny and started listening. But I always had this impression in my head: could I do it just for banter? I'll do yeah, it. yeah, go this for is, it. All I remember is you were saying it's going to be a draw, it's gonna, and then you're like, "What team is it? Frozenoni?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And in my head, I'd be driving, and that would frozen no <laughs> That is yeah. a really good impression, to be fair. So that is on, Jerome. <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I've rolled and, back and turned my headphones yeah. down there at the same time. That was and and it came back, and it did actually draw. So that's what I. That's remember. fine. And yeah. Result. I found it. I've listened to it since then, and I've loved it. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, mate, what have you got in the outsider slot? Okay, so this is my punt. This is in no way, shape or form. Like, I just wanted to go big on outside. The debut, let's go big. So it is Gillingham at home 
to Bolton. So Bolton are promotion chasing, but Gillingham, like since they've had Neil Harris, they've stabilised a bit. They're not as atrocious. And Bolton just, they have not played well on the road at all. They play the last five games away from home, they've conceded. So I think it will be tight, definitely under 2.5 goals. But I just feel like a tight 1-0 maybe to Gillingham. I think they can snatch it. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a... Yeah. This is 11-5. to five. So that, I just thought that fits all the categories for outsider. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the last time Gillingham played Bolton at home was, was 2019. And, and they beat Bolton 5-0. <laughs> so I'd, I'd take let's that result. <laughs> yeah, let's have some of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they both lost to MK Dons at the weekend there, and uh, who are who are admittedly doing quite well. But yeah, I think that's a great pick in there, Gilliam. Uh, you know, their their home record since they've that new manager and has has been much better. Beat Lincoln away as well at the weekend. So good pick in there, eleven to five. I don't, I don't know everyone's level of betting here. Not you, but everyone listening. Mm-hmm. Like what they should get into their head is like. Not always you just pick, oh, because Bolton are a bigger team than Gillian. Mm-hmm. They're going to win because at that low down, they're not Man City. They're not Man United. They are going to stumble and you have to try and find the ones they stumble against. Yeah, yeah. like that, mate. That's 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 our, you know, our kind of that's thing. What, is yeah. That's what this show is all about. It's always about, you know, we're not like the Twitter tipsters that say, back this. Yeah. Hit like if you're following. It's, yeah. Here's what we're looking at. You investigate it. Do you like it as well? You know, you might not have thought of this game, and hopefully, there's some listeners that then go and look at that game themselves and go, "Hang on, yeah, good shout, Gilliam, eleven to five. I like yeah. that one. Um, it would be interesting if uh, Dave Greenfield, who was on earlier in the show, because he had all of us backing Bolton for promotion. I wonder what he would think about this particular uh, yeah. pick. So privately, we've spoken about it. he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. He actually says he's betting on Bolton, but yeah. I, I know I know how much he loves Bolton this season, so that'll be an interesting one. Um, in games like this, uh, long-term mis- listeners will know I always tend to favour the larger odds outsider. Um, yeah. So, so I'll I'll be on that. Um, I, I usually back the outsiders. Well, when I say usually, I mean always. Uh, I always back the outsiders as a tricksy, so I only need two of the three yeah. to come in for a bit of profit. But a combination of the three outsiders this week returns 35 and a half to one. So that is uh, nice and juicy. Right there. Very big I'll price be, right there. The same with Trixie. I'll be yeah. joining. I'll be, I'll be in on that. But I mean, Andy will take us down to the next bit. But this is the this is where you really make your metal on the podcast, you know, because, you know, once you've hit your banker, hitting your charity, I mean, I'm shite at it. I am the worst charity picker there is, right? But hitting your charity on week one is a state, like, is a staple. I think that's a I think the only person who hasn't done it was Chris Kelly, but he did hit his outsider, so he was slightly forgiven for that. <laughs> <laughs> the charity bet. It's been a staple of the Travel Bet podcast since we first started. £10 of our own money, a pick from each of us. Any returns go to a charity of our choosing. Um, and it'll be Gordon's charity because it's still your turn to put it on. Oh, you let um, it down. You let it down ahead of, ahead of me. Not- no, that's you know that's not the way this operates. It's not stop chronological. Picking, stop picking for uh, Japanese games at five a.m. Then that's the that's the thing. Well, I've we, got it. I've 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 gone one better than that. My game's on Friday night, so Jerome, <laughs> the, the pressure might not even be on you if this doesn't come in. But I really think it will. Friday at seven p.m. in the Danish Superliga, FC Copenhagen versus Randers. 
And the home win for FC Cole is 7-10. So Copenhagen are top of the Danish Superliga, 39 points from 19 matches. Randers are in sixth, 29 points from their 19 games. Form-wise, Copenhagen are second in the five-game form table with 11 points from the last five games. Uh, obviously behind Bromby, who are still 15 points from five games and have been for ages. Uh, whilst Randers, they've only got five points from the last five. Now, the Danish Super League is interesting because they had a massive break over winter. And I mean like a two and a half months, three months break. Yep. Uh, so they played a lot of other games there, cup games um, and, and friendlies. Randers haven't won in their last matches across all competitions in their last seven attempts, four draws and three losses. So they're in a bit of a sticky patch. Copenhagen's last 10 games have been nine wins and a draw. And that draw came against Zenit St. Petersburg in the Atlantic Cup, which they then lost on penalties. So again, domestically, they're just beating everyone. Copenhagen should be far too strong here. And while I am taking a risk with a Friday night charity pick, I'm pretty certain this is going to come in. And it's a decent odd shout at 7 to 10 for FC Cole. Yeah, I, I, I like it in there. Um, as Jerome pointed out earlier on, you're in the Nordics, so I'll just leave you to it. Um, I am in a league I don't often go to. Uh, this is Saturday. Uh, this is a traditional Spanish kickoff of 1pm. Uh, and this is uh, Osasuna versus Villarreal. And I really fancy Villarreal away from home here at 11 to 10. They're the form team in, in the Spanish top division at the moment. Uh, they've taken 13... That would be pick of the of the week of the bunch, Ooh. actually. Well, that, yeah, like that, you like this that pre reasoning oh. even better. Uh, no, so this was a uh, so they've taken uh, thirteen points in the last five games, fourteen um, goals scored, two conceded versus Osasuna, who've taken seven uh, from the last five games, but have scored five and conceded four. They generally keep it quite tight. Villarreal went and drew with Juventus uh, in the Champions League a couple of a couple of weeks ago. They're having a great time at the moment. And the reason for this is uh, Jeremy Pino. He scored four goals at the weekend against Espanyol, a 19-year-old they've got playing for them just now. Um, he's a guy who they picked up from Rhoda Denhag in 2019 when he was like 15. Uh, and he's just been in the VRL system and playing for kind of like VRL 2 and 1. Um, he's now in the in the main league, in the main team. And he got substituted 75 minutes in and he'd scored four goals. <laughs> it's like, that's that's a pretty good innings for him. Um, they play against an Osasuna team who haven't been very good recently. They lost to um, uh, Real Sociedad in their last game. They lost to Atletico Madrid. And there's no, there's no, you know, there's no crime in losing to either of those teams. They're both quite good. They lost to Alaves. They beat Osasuna. Eh, sorry, they beat Rio Vallecano in there and they drew with Sevilla. I just think Villarreal are in such a good spot at the moment. This is a great time to be backing them. And, and Villarreal need to keep winning games for them at the moment. If you look where they are in the league, they're, they're in that sixth spot that automatically gets into like the first round of the Europa League. They're three points behind Barcelona in fourth and four points behind Betis in, fifth, in, in third. So they've still got a big, uh, they've still got a good push here to get into the Champions League spots again, and I think it's really the time to do it. So I'm going to be taking Villarreal at eleven to ten away from home, and uh, I know you like this picture, Rome, so I am. I, I do actually like it. I didn't know the price was so good for me. I really like that. Yeah. So what are you gonna? What is your first charity winner going to be then? Okay, so I've I've gone both teams to score because I just feel like the pressure was on. Joey said that bankers are the most important, so I've gone that I think. 
I don't know how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Cagliari uh-huh. against Lazio and both teams to score. Even though there's like a disparity in the table, like Lazio much, much ahead, pushing for Europe. But I just feel like if you look at Cagliari's last like 10 games, they've only not scored in two of those. And Lazio have only not scored in one of their last. They might have a little bit of a better defence than Cagliari, but they need to get Europe. Cagliari need to stay up and they just combined. They have to both try and score. So 9-2... What's the odds on that one? That one is sorry. Let me get it that is one. Three out. to four. Three to four. Three I just went to check four. for. Three so three to four. four or five to seven at Hills. Um, so I, I think it's a great pick in there. I mean, Cagliari uh, scored against Napoli. Uh, you know, they beat Atalanta away from home. Like they have the yeah. potential. It's not as if they're if they'd been both teams to score in against like you know. Other teams towards Venezia. the bottom, Venezia or um, you know anyone like that, I'd be a bit more apprehensive. But they, they actually do score against the better teams in this league, so I think it's a good pick in there. And uh, I I won't be surprised uh, to see it sailing on uh, on Saturday night at. I, 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 feel, I feel like I feel like that charity is flying in. To be fair, that yeah. might be the kiss of might be the kiss of it's death. death. And as yeah. I said, I'm, I'm Im- immensely superstitious, but I'm trying to strike it off. So we're going to win. <laughs> we're going to win it. <laughs> and if we do win um, that 10 pound bet, if you backed on 365 right now, we'd return £65.59, which is a, a decent haul for uh, for a charity pick. We got two in in a row a couple of weeks back. So let's get back to winning ways, lads. And I, like Jerome, quite like the look of this, uh, this treble. Tasty, tasty. So that's all the picks from this week's show. Uh, you can get them all written down, as I said, on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash trampled bet or download the Patreon app and search trampled bet, you can join the trampled bet club for £6 a month. Get access to all our extra content. As I say, we've got a big Cheltenham program coming up. So if you've ever been thinking about joining the club, now is the time to do it with, with Cheltenham happening in March. Um, we've got a shout out to some new patrons. Thanks very much to Fernando Lopez who joined us today. So thanks very much, Fernando. Um, Picks Management who joined us last week. And another another shout out to members that have joined this year, Andy Gold and Mishudu Munyai. So thanks for joining the club, getting involved and being part of the community. We also have a Facebook group uh, where we all shoot the breeze. You'll get access to myself, to Gordo, to Jerome, to regulars like Chris Kelly, Joey Slenzak, Connor Mack, Dave Greenfield. We're all in that Facebook group and it's absolutely free to join. Um, Come and get involved, share your picks with us, comment on this week's show, um, ask us direct questions. That's what the Facebook group's for. And there's loads of contributors there, Um, not just in football. Michael Stokes, again, with a brilliant rugby pick. Did you first see that? The overline first, on... one, first one I didn't back. I was uh, like, I was away at the weekend and didn't have signal. I didn't back it. I was fuming. Then I the overline on yeah. the Bulls, 32 and a half points. It sailed in, not even an hour had gone. So thanks again, Michael. <laughs> yeah. That boosted my balance for a little bit. So that's the sort of stuff you get from the Facebook group. So um, I mean, a shout out in there. Ever. I was going to say a shout in there to James Laycock who highlighted the. Uh, the Sky Saturday early kickoff specials, the the Harry Kane of a shot on target. It was like 12 minutes in that it landed. He also um, scored a goal. 
Yeah, but it was like it, 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 it landed like having a shot on target so early. So, um, yeah, a really, a really big shout out to him in there. And he also was talking about Salah, anytime goal scorer in the um, in the Chelsea Liverpool game, and he should have been. He should have been that <laughs> yeah. one that he sort of flicked across the face, didn't have enough pace on it. But yeah. you fancy him to score that nine out of ten times. Yeah, uh, no, no, the Facebook group's a brilliant source of information. Um, and it, also, guys are pointing out things that you might have overlooked. You know, if there's a if there's a good enhanced odds price going somewhere, someone will point it out in there. So do join us there. Um, Gordo, Jerome, thank you very much. Uh, Jerome, pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Great having you, mate. We shall see you next week. Where hopefully we're recapping a four out of four week for you. A victorious week. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, guys. A victorious week coming up and hopefully a victorious week for myself and Gordon as well um, that's the podcast this week thank you to everyone for listening as thank always you. we really do appreciate it happy hunting bye the Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.